Hey, welcome to Universal Problems. I'm your host, Ian Davis. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Today's topic, we will be discussing global impacts and important functions of the human resource world. But before we jump in, let's thank our sponsor, Global Human Resource Management, headed up by Professor Gualco. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, our topic for this evening again is globalization at, and the functions and impact of human resources, right? So in general, we're talking about the recruitment, the compensation, the labor relations, and how that all plays into one another across the world. Um, especially coming out of the pandemic, the recruitment process has definitely been more uh, internet, LinkedIn driven, basically social, even social media has picked up in a great way to network and uh, socialize. And not only that, but present yourselves best to companies, right? Uh, and with that, the, the candidate pool has opened up immensely. Uh, the globalization, whether even just companies going outside, especially like the U.S., going to other markets, going to other regions, uh, whether it be for diversity or, you know, they get a break on taxes or, you know, it's just, it's just cost less. Um, a lot of people, a lot of places have been going into that. Uh, we also have to remember that with increased competition comes an increased level of skills and requirements, right? It's no longer, I mean, like, look at it now, even here in America, it's no longer good enough just to have your bachelor's, right? Now a lot of jobs are looking for MBAs and very uh, certificates and specifics that make you the cream of the crop in whatever field you're facing. And that's just not here. That's anywhere, whether it be London, Japan, China, right? And companies want the best of the best. Uh, and that in tune turns into money, right? The market of compensation has greatly risen. Uh, you can no longer just say, okay, cool, we're going to pay somebody X, right? But guess what? Somebody from a different country is going to pay more money to have that talent. So a lot of companies here in America have had to raise their pay structure, uh, bundle up their their packaging of just to be more to be more comparable to other neighboring countries, and also labor relations. Right, um, it's more so outside of America. Right, uh, for places like Norway, Denmark. Sweden, London, Germany, uh, just basically cultural differences, right? When you're working with the global workforce, uh, for us going out and for them coming in, um, differences in knowing how employees want to be treated. Like I can relate back to 2006 and 2007 when I worked in London at the Mandarin Oriental. That was my biggest challenge right? Understanding how people viewed Americans and also how people in other countries want to be treated, right? I'm a New Yorker, loud. Uh, some people might say aggressive. I say stern. 
and you're sitting there just barking out orders at, as a supervisor, and I'm getting looked at and getting HR complaints. My first week there, this bloody American thinks he knows it all, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, all I did was tell him to, to take the trash out or to sweep here and wipe these counters. But little did I know that I didn't build a relationship, right? I didn't build a rapport. I didn't say good morning and good evening, right? I didn't ask about their families and their loved ones, right? I didn't, it, it's more than just work. And I realized that over time, right? The people you work with slowly become your tight-knit community, your work family, and that's what they were accustomed to, right, as a whole. It wasn't just always about the job getting done. It was about the person doing the job. And that's something that I can say has humbled me, and not just in the human resources world, but just the people-building world. So if I can say one advice to anybody, do your research, right? Know where you're going, know how people want to be talked to, understand Google cultural differences from whatever country you're going to, to wherever country you're coming from, and that'll help you out immensely. Also, um, just that plays right into two huge cultural changes that uh, countries like Denmark and Norway are facing from a human resource perspective, right? Work-life balance, right? They don't work to live. They live, they look at me, right? As an American drilled in, right? You work to live here and, you know, they they appreciate their the work-life balance. It's not always about work. A lot of those countries have four-day work weeks, right? Because they want you to be the best version of you when you come back. Uh, that's one big change. Another one is the hierarchical structure, right? Um, especially like in Sweden and Denmark, a lot of employees are asked and they are turned to about changes and how the company operates. As opposed to here in America, the company usually dictates how things are done and human resources job is to facilitate it. Here, there, a lot of times uh, people are surveyed and asked and, you know, made to feel as a whole. And that's a total different way of leadership, right? Getting your employees to all feel like their voice matters and the buy-in is great, right? Because now it's complete ownership, right? Like this is moving in a direction that we, the majority of us wanted to. And overall, the challenges that HR departments face in countries like Denmark are the collaborative approach to leadership, right? Which is emphasis on involving uh, decision-making process. Whereas difference here in America, um, but overall globalization uh, problems that face home, uh, you face similar to problems uh, abroad. And one thing I can always say is anything in human resource world starts with relationships. Um, it's We're in a people management business. And as long as we can understand the, the task and how to relay it to the person, we'll always be better for it. Thank you for tuning in.